0: And welcome back to This is Community, a Volunteer Galway podcast. My name is Ruth, and this week I chat to Jacob Kostansky and Joseph Burke, who are both two members of Youth Work Ireland Galway's Youth Advisory Committee. The committee has been set up and has been running for about a year and a half now in Galway. And both of these guys have been really active in their local communities since their early teens, and they were kind enough to share their own personal experiences on how they got involved in youth work, as well as what they think community is today for young people, and I guess how this is changing as well. Um, I have to say that I really enjoyed this conversation with both Jacob and Joseph. Believe it or not, it's a long, long, long time since I got to call myself a young person and I learned a lot from both of them not just around their insights into community but also basically on just what it's like to be a young person today in 2021. We'll include information on Youth Work Ireland Galway in the notes section of this podcast as well as information on our own service if any of you listeners are interested in getting involved in volunteering and hope you enjoy and thanks to Jacob and Joseph for joining me in this conversation okay so delighted to be joined by joseph burke and jacob Kostanski, both members of youth work ireland galway's youth advisory committee and um, delighted to have you on the show today guys you're very welcome thank you so thank much you. brilliant so um I'm really I'm really delighted to be chatting to you and I've I've wanted to do a podcast with uh, some young people for quite some time. Um the title of this podcast as you know is called This is Community and I'm very interested we're very interested in volunteer Galway around community and what it is and what it means and how people find a sense of community so I'd love to talk to you you know today about all things um community I guess but just before we begin I'd love if you could just tell our listeners a little bit of background about and um, maybe your journey into how you became part of this youth advisory committee um, and your current involvement with the committee for people who might not know anything about it
1: Yeah. so so basically um i joined youth work ireland oh about eight years ago um okay. or even more um
0: and how did that happen jacob just out of interest when you so, say i joined youth work ireland like what what happened there
1: so what happened there was I was in sixth class. So yeah. It would have been 13. So it would have been seven years ago. Yes. Yeah, seven or eight yeah. years ago now. Um, so I was in sixth class going into secondary school in the first year. Uh-huh. And Youth Work Ireland each year Um, go into, well, before COVID, uh, go into um schools and do a transition program. So it's a okay. two-day program uh, to help students kind of get little more familiar with secondary school life and usually a secondary school student comes with them and does that program uh, with the two days and basically answers any questions they might have and talks about their experience of secondary school and the transition and just makes it easier for the kids to kind of Mm. familiarize themselves with the secondary school life. Super. So you took Ireland to the project workers here in Westside came out to my school and did that, and then they were saying that they have some uh, summer camps coming up, and mm. that if we want to join, we can. Um, so I think there was a, a cooking group. I think there was some a cooking group. I think during the week during the weekend, a um, uh, summer camp there. So I said I'll do that. Mm -hmm. and i joined that and then kind of going from that i joined the after school programs
0: cool and then
1: there's a whole journey from there
0: right okay okay and joseph was it similar for you was that your route into it as well um no it was slightly different um
2: when i was around 12 or 13 i kind of struggled with my mental health okay um so i was going to cams and cam said look it might be beneficial if you started going to youth groups and Mm. being around people your own age and kind of having somewhere to go so they kind of referred me in so that was the way i got in and then i went to like a the youth cafe and we done cooking and parties and okay. all the kind of fun stuff. And it just cool. led from one project to another, yeah. to another, to another. And eventually we got to the youth advisory committee. So
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's fast forward And today. You're part of this committee and what do you do? What's your role and what's it all about?
1: So the youth advisory committee um, it is, is a new committee. Um, yeah. It only started up about a year and a half ago. Um, and it actually just came out of um, the idea that young people. There, so there is a Nogue So Corlanog, mm-hmm. for everyone that doesn't know what Corlanog is, is a youth um, is a youth committee, council, a youth council yeah. uh, for young people um, aged thirteen to to 18, nine, 18 basically, um, and they deal with uh, issues that deal that are that affect young people in Ireland. So there is each, each, um, each county has their own colon no group. Yeah. Um, and they meet like once a month or twice a week. So whichever, whichever way it works for them. Uh-huh. And they work on local issues and also national issues. Right. Um, so then the idea was that in, there is no kind of nothing afterwards. There's not, no way yeah. for young people and uh, young adults to get their voice heard. And yeah. um, so then this kind of project came to life that, you know, there is something after Corlin Oak, and this is not only for Corlin Oak, anyone can join. Yeah, um, that's, that's interesting.
2: I suppose as well, we were seeing kind of a trend of a lot of youth organisations having youth groups that kind of advise them on their services. So we kind of wanted a group where young youth work ireland galway is ram for young people yes so the young people should have the voice on how the services are ran and the policies so we want a kind of an advisory group to advise the management to kind of give a youth voice is what i'm trying to
0: say yeah and it it kind of makes perfect sense you know a service for young people clearly should be um uh, yeah uh, directed and advised by by those who are using it the service users, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. yeah um, brilliant. I want to kind of shift gears a little bit because I was saying we really want to talk about community today and it'll, I'm sure it'll feed in a lot to, to the work that you're doing with the the committee. Um, As I said at the start, that the title of this podcast is called This is Community. And, and I think community is a very broad topic for a lot of people. I'd love to get your opinions on what is community
1: that's a good question
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um for me from mm-hmm. like from my perspective like i i wasn't born in ireland i was born in poland mm-hmm. i came here when i was five so i left my community back in poland like you know mm-hmm. in my hometown right. and i moved here to galway and i joined a new commit uh, community mm-hmm. and it was just you know starting from the beginning so was that difficult
0: Jacob what was that like for you yeah it was
1: a little bit difficult obviously I was a child so I don't remember it that much but I remember do having struggle like you know struggles of you know being uh known around and like having friends and you know getting to know people it's it's difficult but it's easy it's easier for children than adults
0: sure
1: um so I I like I just kind of saw it as an opportunity to, to, to make new friends and keep going. Like, cause you, you know, yeah. as a, as a young yeah. person, you don't really know what's going on. You're just going with the flow every single yeah. day you wake up and keep going. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so community to me is more like, you know, being around people that, you know, being, being around mm. people that you're familiar with. Mm. And, and, you know, if anything goes wrong, you have someone to lean back on and you mm-hmm. have someone that can help you. So like you're joining and you're mixing communities every single day whether it's with work community or you know um like your social life community or yeah. where you live you're, that's all like that's three different communities like you know um so obviously you're joining in and out in and out, coming in and out from your communities but for me community is something that's there to lean back on and if you need any help you know they're always there to help mm. and always there to kind of help you throughout the the, the process if there is anything sure. that's going on
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Joseph, would you have thoughts on that? About your what your sense of community is?
2: Yeah, um, for a long time I felt as if I wasn't part of my community. I felt huh. as if it was a burden and as if you Galway born, belong. Joseph.
0: You're you'll be a Galway native, are you?
2: No, I'm from the north. Okay. But, um, okay. I kind I kind of count myself as Galway. Yeah, um, sure. I've lived here since I was five, so it right. didn't and I kinda of have a lot of family in Banisloe as well. Mm. But um as I was saying, I didn't feel like I belonged in a community and I was a burden and so like finding community through youth work and finding the benefits of people who respected me and mm. you can kind of feel the love. I know how much of a difference a community can make. So yeah. when I'm having my bad days in mental health, it's my support network. It's the neighbours on the street, it's the shopkeepers, it's the youth workers that kind of give me the resilience to bounce back. Mm. So community for me is very, very important. And as I said, I live outside the city. I live in Banislo and like we wouldn't be, as an established town, like we've lots to fight for it to develop. So the community sense here is great. Mm, um, mm, mm. So yeah, I love community, and mm. community to me is very, very important.
0: It's interesting, and I um, I hear what both of you're saying, and it's 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 there are very common themes, and yet uh, there's a difference maybe in how you connect to community, which is really really interests me. Do you think that like for young people in general today? Like, do you think their sense of community is changing and evolving, particularly like coming out of COVID as well? You know, in your opinion, within your own peers, um, do you think that people have a different sense of community today? Like for young people in particular?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Mm -hmm. Like from, from my perspective, community from where like the type of community i might have is different to a a, pers- a younger person at the moment because obviously like you know there is a lot of more technology coming out yeah um, so there there's a lot more like playstations and you know mm-hmm. video games and and stuff like that so they'd have a community you know where they can play games uh, and and join an xbox community group or or you know mm-hmm. so there's there's different kind of there's a different era of young people coming now mm-hmm, and they're more mm-hmm. kind of not glued but kind of more interacted interested in actually you know playing video games and talking to their friends online yeah than meeting up and talking to them in person
0: mm-hmm.
2: joseph yeah. do, you,
0: do you feel similar or do you, what was your view i, on I that think
2: one? because the COVID like community has been impacted big time
0: yeah like
2: we've we've all been made to isolate and to stay away from one another Uh so it's kind of um destroyed the kind of community that we had so um i so we do have to it's going to be challenging now going back because i would have a bit of social anxiety and i'd say there's loads of people on this boat so going back and actually interacting with people and then some people might want to socialise and then you have all these zooms and messengers it's
0: It's interesting yeah i
2: really really worry about people's mental health and how it has been affected mm -hmm. by covid Mm -hmm. because they're literally inside by themselves seeing no one
0: yeah, i I agree and I think perhaps we're still to see a lot of the the impact of that as we return and start to connect again and how we'll do that is um is really important you know
2: yeah I remember reading and researched there before that um a support network so someone like a family member or friend mm. has the potential to stop like someone dying by suicide mm. so having some there's a statistic there that having someone um, support you, either a family or friends, is the difference between death, yeah. like life or death. Yeah. So community is very, very important. Yeah.
0: Um, in relation to to volunteering, I mean you you two are volunteering. You've done your your stint with Coral and Oak, and you're now doing this this youth advisory committee work. Um. How important is volunteering to young people? I've loads of questions. I'll try to I'll try to do them one at a time. Um yeah, how important do you think volunteering is to, to young people?
1: Um each young person is different. Um and volunteering for each for for a young person could be, you know, a lot of different ways. Uh some people could think volunteering is is going to help their granny down in the house and do a few chores uh some people might go out and do you know community work some people might go out and like myself and joseph you know join um medical uh medical uh, like medical groups and and mm-hmm. and help out that way you know mm-hmm. some people might join uh true true volunteer ireland and and you know volunteer their, themselves to do whatever they there needs to be done oh, you-
2: I seen oh. someone giving blood as a a type of um, volunteer, and I seen that yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I'm not going to disagree. It's actually would be yeah.
1: Yeah. So like for for volunteering for for yes. everyone is it's different, and it's really yeah, it, it goes back to the person that they are and what they like to do really, and yeah. their, their personality. Um, and yeah. because each person, you know, is 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 themselves. And yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and kind of, it kind of, of relates business. to the to the piece on community and how people kind of find that yeah. sense of connection or belonging for themselves, I guess, as well. Um, and in relation to young people and how they do engage in their communities, I'm very interested, again, around perceptions out there and current perceptions of, of how young people actively engage. Do um, you think it matches... Do you think the current mainstream perceptions match the reality of, you know, how young people engage in their community? No. No. Tell me why. Uh,
1: Well, my perspective of it at the moment is um, there is a lot of blame being put on young people um, with the global pandemic at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, There is the perception that young people don't care about COVID and Mm -hmm. that uh, we just want to go and meet up with our friends and, you know, and have parties and, you know, go wild and stuff. Yep. Yes, it does happen. I can't, I won't say it doesn't because yes, it does. We've seen it happen, but there is a lot of young people that isolate themselves and it, and it goes back to what Joseph said earlier on. There's a lot of people that will um Will have social anxiety yeah. uh, coming out of lockdown because they haven't. They've locked themselves in the house and they haven't uh, gone and seen their friends or, mm-hmm. you know, made any contact with their friends just because it's lockdown and they're scared to do anything. But because it's happened to a couple of hundred people, now tens of thousands of young people are being blamed for everything. It's the same as. It's
0: the same narrative ago. that we hear as well. Yeah,
1: it? it's the same as years ago the perspective of young people just sit on their phones all day and do nothing is going around at the moment.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> but we have to understand what's going on for the young people as well,
0: like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And why don't we? Why why don't we understand what's going on for you? What why is that? Is I'm going to be bold. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I'm old. Uh,
1: no, I'm going to be bold and <laughs> oh, I'm going to say okay. <laughs> Um, it's because people that aren't our age, yes, are older than us at the moment. They've yes. lived their college life and yeah. they've had the, those experiences, yes. And they've got their graduations. They've had their first year of college, yeah. you know, and they went through what they went through.
0: Yeah. But
1: for example, my year, I didn't have a college graduation, so me looking at everyone graduating yeah. school this year makes me cry. Yeah. Um, you know seeing everyone next year going into first year they will have a first year because like you know we'll be back in we'll be back in college in some sort of extent I spent my whole first year of college at home in front of this laptop that I'm sitting on right now yeah literally doing college all year I've had I've stepped foot on on campus by myself I haven't met anyone from my college maybe maybe one or two to do projects but that's it there I hadn't I didn't experience that whole first year experience, you know, going into first year of college, graduating secondary school, you know, move, making that transition in my life. Mm-hmm. It's, been, mm-hmm. it's like been taken away from us. So mm-hmm. I understand a lot of young people are now trying to get that back and try and get that experience again.
2: And that's only the formal stuff. You're forgetting about all the nights out in the nightclubs and the rag weeks and everything. Yeah. Now, I know it can't
0: happen, but that's what yeah. we've lost. And this has been going on nearly two years now, like. Absolutely. So much, so much has been lost. And I, like, I hold my hand up to this. I have judged. And then I've had to remind myself, hang on, Ruth. Remember, like, remember when you were 17, 18, 19. Remember the sense of freedom and not having to think about consequences. You know, was like, I just go where I want to do it. I want, uh, you know, from your, you know, from whatever time you leave school to your, all those college days it's freedom it's 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 this sense of like I can just I have I have so many choices and I'll just decide where I'll go tonight or who I'll see and all of that has been taken from you all of it you know and that's that's got a deep impact but it's interesting um when you spoke about you know young people's voices and why you know why don't we understand what's going on for young people and what you're doing with the with the youth committee is so important you know having your voices heard um what are the barriers for because i guess i'm talking to you guys i'm preaching to the converted here like you guys are very actively involved in your communities and in volunteering but what do you think for others for other young people maybe what barriers do they face in having their voices heard in the community
1: it's the perception i think like young people and 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 teenagers really look at what they can say and what they can't say without being judged. Right. So I think that's that's a, that's a big issue at the moment is the judgment that they get from their peers.
0: Okay, interesting.
2: I would think as well like young people have loads of powerful opinions but they're probably afraid what where is it going to go like Mm. I have this opinion but what am I going to do with it Mm. um but there's there is loads of successful um youth movements but there's not Mm. enough
0: Mm. Mm. and I guess we need to create that so we need to have the evidence to show other young people look at this can work if you do this if you raise your voice if you start something it has a an actual tangible yeah in the community
2: Young people in Galway raised um, climate change protests there a couple of years ago. That was very powerful. Yes. The, U- the USI um, protests are always very powerful. And then there's influencers as well starting on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
2: All yeah. that's very powerful. But yes. um, how, how do we get more of it? Like,
0: Yeah. How do we? Yeah. You guys are the future. You have to tell me. <laughs>
2: I don't
0: know, like oh, no. as Breakdown
1: I said. Say again, Jacob. Break down the stereotypes.
0: Break down the stereotypes, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. As I said, I live in Banasaw right, and um, I compiled like a political wish list for the, all the politicians uh, to work on in Banaslow and I emailed all that to them. So that was a way of being a bit of activism. Yeah. I don't know how much impact it would have, but it's been done. Well done. Um, well done. So it's just small things they can do in their communities. But
0: um Small things is, is is kind of the the two very important words, isn't it? Yeah. Small, small things that can have a a bigger impact, but you you gotta start small.
2: It's things like Corla and yeah. all these youth groups that give you the power to empower you to do this. Like yeah. I've been doing it for years with them, and now I'm getting to a stage where I kind of feel confident to do it on my own.
0: Mm. And how can more young people get involved in things like Corla and even, you know, like Youth Work Ireland, Galway? And like, how how do we, like, you know, promote this for young people and get more representation and more diversity in these groups?
2: Well, um, I... Go on.
1: Uh, I, I think, like, we need to target the educational system. Right. Uh, and the way schools um support young people because i know i went into a school that's really community-based um like they get community projects in and there's a lot of talks and a lot of activities going on in my school but i know schools that don't do anything yeah um and they only look at academics 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 and that's all like that's that's all they care about but there's no there's and extracurricular activities are sports. Yeah. And that's it. There's that's nothing true. else for people that don't do sports, people mm. that are interested in other stuff. It's like they're just not, not looked after really. They're not accommodated mm. to their needs. Mm. So I think there should be, well, there needs to be a change mm. in the way yeah. schools look at extracurricular activities.
0: Absolutely. that's yes. a really good point. Yeah. Um Great. Um, I wanted to ask you, I just want to I'll finish off with one last question um, and maybe hopefully a more, <laughs> well, a, m- a more positive note. But um, I mean, I think there is a lot of change happening. I think you'd agree. Um, a lot of positive change. And if you were to have a magic wand, if I could hand you both a magic wand now and say, what would you love to see happen in your own local community, say, in the next 10 years? Would you have a vision for change as regards positively what, what you'd love to see happening?
2: It's like, where do you start? Uh,
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it's a magic wand, so I could, I could give you a couple of wishes if you want. What would be the burning topics for you, Joseph, that you think really need to be tackled or changed?
2: Um, I just think a youth centre, maybe. Like, we have a youth centre, but something that kind of suits the environment and to kind of promote I just want everyone to see the benefits that youth work has had on me yeah. and to g- give it a chance, like, yeah. to give youth work a chance because um, I like and, it.
0: and do you think a physical centre is is of, like, prime importance in a community? You need you need that centre for young people to go to.
2: Yeah, we have one, but I think it could be improved yeah. and kind of a community hub where you can yeah. have loads going on. Yeah, and yeah. And the funding and that, like... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! Brilliant, Jacob. Yeah. Any ideas or any any insights?
2: With
1: my magical magical wand. Yeah. Um, one thing I definitely would love to see is local politicians and and national politicians interact with yeah. the community more, because I'm going to phrase this in a bold way again.
0: Go on, I be bold.
1: That politicians are using the community to their advantage Um there is a lot of um false advertisement mm. uh, coming from the politician's side and yes there is politicians that are doing the work and congratulations to them they know who they are Um and like you know they're really interested in the community and and the, the work we do in the mm. community as well mm-hmm. but there is politicians that go into the community take photos with the community say that they're going to do this say that they're going to do that when they're elected and it's not happening and when you follow up with them yes it's going to happen it's going to happen down the road this it's going to happen 2021 2021 oh this happened so it's going to happen 2022 then they're out and then they're looking for your vote again Mm -hmm. and it's just using the community and they'll throw the money in they're like oh we've but we've given you money you know what else can we do there's a lot more that they can do and I think interaction between politicians and community needs to start happening and needs to start happening soon
0: fantastic brilliant brilliant answer um you're both studying social care at the moment yeah, yeah. um i was chatting to, to joseph before we started on air and, and he was talking about you're you very interested in in mental health and young people joseph that that's correct and an uh, id jacob have you future ambitions for a career um
1: yeah like supporting young people to become decision makers you know to empower them to get tools that they need to become what they want and what they would like to do in their future and just to kind of help and shape them in in a way that they they want to be shaped Mm, mm,
0: mm. excellent well come i think the two you will be absolutely of invaluable um value to any organization that you do end up with wherever you you end up i think you have shining careers ahead of you um and thank you both for joining me today it's been absolutely brilliant to chat to you and hear your your insights and and your opinions um and thank you for all that you do in the community you're both and and you were saying you're both going to be volunteering with the vaccination centers as well so well done um and yeah thank you both very much
2: thank you so much thanks very much for the opportunity
0: So thanks again to both Jacob and Joseph for joining me on that conversation. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. As I said at the start, we will include notes in the notes section of this episode on Youth Work Ireland Galway, as well as our own service, Volunteer Galway. And until we chat again, stay safe, stay well and take care.